welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name's TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you, allowing others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to you, but to the people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and to bring some positivity into your day. Welcome to this episode for young people and yes, of course, the young at heart. Last week we talked about money, 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 all those money beliefs and uh, money beliefs in general, your beliefs about money, do you need to change your beliefs about money? Did you get some new beliefs about money? Like the more people I help, the more money I get, the more money I get, the more people I can help. What a great belief. Uh, What's your new empowering belief about money? If you didn't tell me yet, I would love to hear it. So this week, talking about traditions, a little bit like beliefs, things that are passed down, like memes are passed down. Mm, Traditions are passed down through families, through classmates, communities, etc. Replicating like those little memes over and over. A topic inspired today by a conversation about Staffordshire oatcakes, no less. <laughs> People of Stoke-on-Trent, how do you eat yours? Are you a savoury oatcake eater with cheese and bacon or cheese and sausage or cheese and bacon and sausage and mushrooms? <laughs> are you ketchup or are you brown sauce on your oatcakes? Do you have them with jam on them or golden syrup? Saturday lunchtime, it was tradition that we had oatcakes always had oat cakes and I know the savoury lovers like even at the thought of jam or golden syrup on oat cakes are probably like you <laughs> should try them try them before you knock them actually quite good uh, when they're sweet and oat cakes of course not like Scottish oat cakes and they're not like pancakes they are very much a Staffordshire thing so if you are not in Staffordshire maybe your local supermarket now stops that delicacy you have to go and try them so that came up in conversation because my brother and my nephew are coming up on Saturday uh, for lunch and requested please can we have oatcakes for lunch and will you get us some to take back with us as well because there's nothing like good old Staffordshire oatcakes so it started me thinking about traditions and I looked it up on Wikipedia Wiki said, a tradition is a belief or a behaviour, a folk custom that's passed down within a group or society that has a symbolic meaning or special significance with the origins in the past, apparently. The English word tradition, did you know this? Well, you're about to, comes from the Latin traditio via French, the noun from the verb tradere, to transmit, to hand over, to give for safekeeping. So it's originally used in Roman law to refer to the concept of legal transfers and inheritance passing down of your money and your goods to your family. Traditions, well, many go back thousands of years, pass from one generation to the next, They may belong to nations or as cultural traditions 
uh, many of which are religious and superstitious in their nature, designed to bring good fortune for the following year. And some, well, some are just plain for fun stuff. I can't see why they wouldn't be for some of the things that I'll share with you. Here's some examples of both uh, religious superstitious and good fun things that spring to mind as I ponder various traditions that I've come across. First one that sprung to mind, not quite sure why, tossing the cable in the Highland Games. That's a weird thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> tossing the cable. Or go back even further, of course, the Olympic Games. Afternoon tea in England and the making of kanang sari and barley. Those are beautifully woven little baskets that are filled with colourful flowers and incense and scraps of food. And they're everywhere you look if you ever get the chance and the blessing to go to Bali. You'll see these little woven baskets that are so beautiful and brightly coloured, placed all over the place, uh, on the streets, on doorsteps, or on statues, uh, on the gates of buildings, etc. That's one of the things that I remember most about my visits to the beautiful island of Bali. In Hawaii, of course, when you arrive, the tradition is to welcome guests with a lei, which is a garland made from beautiful flowers that you wear. They present it, put it over your neck like a necklace to wear. Really colourful and beautiful. Or if you go to Fiji, then you will be welcomed there with a drink called kava which is made by mixing the powdered root of a pepper plant with water. It looks a little bit like you're drinking muddy water, actually. And I'm told it gives you a numb feeling around your mouth and lips and tongues and a sense of relaxation. Other traditions. Uh, in Mexico, they have the Day of the Dead celebrations to remember their ancestors. And in Thailand, they have a tradition called Yipeng, which is releasing paper lanterns during the full moon. And that's done to free them of all the bad luck from the past year. And then in Spain, and I'm not making this up, <laughs> they have a festival called La Tomatina, where approximately 22,000 people gather in the village and throw tomatoes at each other, 120 tonnes worth of tomatoes, I'm told. Crazy, crazy. Can only just be for fun, right? Who would go massive big tomato fight? Um, solstice, uh, celebrating solstice, a very ancient tradition. Uh, here in England, people would gather at Stonehenge to celebrate the solstice. And then, of course, May Day. All around the world, people celebrate May Day and dress up and dance around the Maypole with ribbons. And um, then there's Morris dancing. That's a bit of a weird thing, don't you think? <laughs> I guess it isn't for the Morris dancers. <laughs> and uh, don't forget Mardi Gras. Big carnival time. And then, of course, we have our traditional celebrations of Christmas and Eid and Thanksgiving and Australia Day, to name but a few of many, many, many traditional celebrations around the world. There's a tradition in Brighton on New Year's Day where people gather on the beach, strip off and run into the sea. Now, that's just crazy, isn't it? Who on God's earth would want to do that? It's January, people. It's England. The sea is freezing. Are you crazy? 
I'm much happier to bring the new year in with a, uh, a little less chilly tradition of running out the back door and running back into the front door with a piece of coal. Is that what the tradition is? Something like that, I'm sure. Like, where on earth did that come from? Who made that one up? Who makes any of these things up? And then people follow them and do them year after year and it becomes tradition. So we have food traditions, don't we? Like what you eat on Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or Diwali. Peas pudding in the northwest, lava bread in Wales, Cornish cream teas, Yorkshire moggy cake, toad in the hole and jam roly-poly. <laughs> you have to stop now, TJ. You're making me hungry. <laughs> Your stomach will be rumbling and deafening you in a moment. And then that got me thinking about school traditions. Like on the last day of school, it was a tradition in our school anyway, that you took flour and eggs and everybody just got floured and egged. And then they tried to get round that by not telling you the day that you were going to leave school. So you couldn't leave such a mess around. And so tradition became assigning uh, your name on everybody's school shirts so that you had that one school shirt that you kept that everybody had written messages on. Did you do that as well? Or prom night and uh, very much a tradition in America. We now, of course, do that here in the UK as well. Didn't do that in my day, but it certainly is a tradition now. I remember my youngest daughter being so excited about prom. She planned her prom outfit literally for a whole year. She started looking online for the perfect prom dress and ordered it from America. We had that tense moment when it arrived. Would it actually fit and would she like it? Would it be as nice as the picture because she paid a lot of money for it? Thank goodness it was absolutely gorgeous. And then, of course, her and her friends planning for weeks jewellery and accessories and hair and makeup and then yet to have the practice runs and of course prom vehicles are a thing aren't they what were you going to arrive at the prom in so whole big traditions around prom and graduation of course traditionally cap and gown and then throwing your hats in the air after graduation to celebrate in some countries they have traditions around the first day of school um, apparently, um, in Germany, you get given a comb full of sweets. That would be cool if you were a kid, first day at school, or welcomed with a backpack in other cultures. So many types of traditions. Again, passed on year after year. Not only cultural traditions, though, like from countries, but also we have family traditions too. Traditions like, well, we had cakes every Saturday for, for lunch. <laughs> Traditional dinners like Sunday roast. You know, traditions that the whole family sits down together to eat on a Sunday. It might be a family tradition to have fish and chips on a Friday. <laughs> or maybe that every Saturday you go and visit your grandparents. That was my tradition. I always went to go and visit my nan and granddad on a Sunday afternoon after church. Huh? could be a family tradition that all babies are christened or all babies are christened wearing the same family christening gown that gets passed on or it might be a family tradition that at new year you like fireworks or have sparklers or go for a walk on new year's day maybe you go for it to, to church together on christmas day or the carol service on christmas eve maybe you go to the same festival every year 
Maybe it's Glastonbury or Leeds or maybe you go further afield wherever you are. Used to be a little family treat. Every year tradition we went to see Blackpool Illuminations. <laughs> and they're still going all these years later. Haven't been for a long time. Maybe I'll put it on my list to go again sometime. Revive that tradition. Or maybe it's Party in the Park or it's tradition to go to one of the classical music concerts in the park in the summer. Take a, a picnic and your picnic table and chairs or a picnic rug and just have a lovely day once a year doing that. Perhaps that's your tradition. And maybe you have a tradition that the youngest child always gets to go first in the game that you're playing. <laughs> maybe that's your tradition, the rules. Or you read traditional bedtime stories. Heard a few fables and tales on these podcasts over the weeks, haven't we? I wonder what some of your family traditions are. Do you have ones that are like common in many homes, like when a child loses a tooth, they put it under the pillow, wake up, find it replaced with a coin. <laughs> Great excitement that the tooth fairy came in the night. My granddaughter just going through that excitement right now, five years old, and those teeth have been wobbling, lost too recently, and I was excited that the tooth fairy was going to come. Some of our family traditions have been that we always, anybody's birthday, we always had chocolate smarty birthday cake with candles. That's the tradition. Chocolate sponge, jam in the middle, chocolate on the top, candles and smarties all the way around. Got to have a chocolate smarty birthday cake. Got to be a homemade one as well. At Christmas, it was always tradition in my house that when my children were little, we would always write a letter to Santa, pop it by the fireplace with a mince pie and some beer. Uh, we didn't really have sherry, didn't do sherry, it was usually beer. And a plate for Rudolph, not with mince pie, but with carrot and red Smarties. See, those Smarties keep coming back, don't they? Uh, red Smarties to make Rudolph's nose even redder that he could guide Santa in the night. And then after the kids had gone to bed, there would be a sprinkling of Santa sparkle from the chimney all the way to the Christmas tree. <laughs> Glitter and stars and all sorts of stuff that you were hoovering up forever. But it was worth it to see the next morning the look on their faces when Santa had sent a letter back the beer was half drank, the mince pie half eaten, the carrot half crunched and the Smarties disappeared. And the trail of the sparkle from the chimney to the presents under the tree. Much excitement and delight. Loved those days. I miss those days. Family traditions that got to be so much fun. They're talking of family traditions. Now, I remember as a young child that... We would always go to my nan's on Boxing Day. My nan's tradition was she would take a ball of wool, tie a present on one end and wrap it, and then wind the wool all around the chair legs, the table legs, in and out of rooms, and give you, when you arrived, the other end of the piece of wool so that you had to go and crawl under the table and unwind it around the chair legs and in and out of rooms till finally you would find your present, your reward at the end. 
and we always played bingo on Boxing Day. It was a thing, and my nan knew all the bingo calls, <laughs> so I always have fond memories of that. That's what's great about traditions, isn't it? It creates such fond memories as well that you always have to look back on. Turkish Delight. We always had Turkish Delight at Christmas, never had it any other time. <laughs> and it was that one with like the icing sugar all over it as well. So traditional Turkish Delight. And then Easter Egg Hunts. We always went on Easter Egg Hunts, took my kids to the National Trust and did a quiz and found the answers so they get an Easter Egg at the end of it. And my grandkids now get Easter Egg Hunts all around the garden. What fun. So traditions can be so valuable and so much fun. Let's say creating many magical moments and memories and things to look forward to as well as look back on. Do you have traditions? Do you have ones that are unique to your family? Do you have like really quirky ones or odd ones? <laughs> How long have they been passed down? Did they used to be passed down, but they're not anymore? A little bit like my nan with the ball of wool. Let's resurrect that, right? Did you create some traditions over the last few months? Like having family Zoom get-togethers on a Saturday evening or quiz nights with family or friends? I wonder which traditions are you've started during these last few months that can continue now and become a thing for many years to come. So somebody had to start these things, right? Somebody, no matter what these traditions were, crazy ones, food ones, family ones, national ones, somebody started them. So who started your family ones? How far do they go back? Are there some of yours that have disappeared that you like? You could go and ask your mum and dad, what family traditions did you used to have that we don't do anymore? Maybe you could start a few again. Why not be the person to create some new traditions? Then you get to pass them on, not just to your family right now and keep them going over the years, but eventually when you have your own family, you can pass them on to them and they can pass them on to their kids. How cool is that? To be the one remembered for starting a family's tradition. Somebody comes over in decades to come and say, why do you do that at this time of year? And you go, well, all those years ago in 2020, so-and-so, my great-uncle so-and-so, <laughs> or my great-grandma started this tradition and it was fun and we've done it ever since. And that would be you. How cool is that? In fact, I challenge you to go do that. And of course, tell me about it. Do get in touch with me and tell me what new traditions have you or are you going to create? You can email me, of course, at tj at backontrackteens.com or message me through the website www.backontrackteens.com. I'm excited to hear what your creations will be. Let's make some history, <laughs> have some fun, start some new trends. That would be awesome. Let's get some traditions going. You have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this, the Spot to Your Success podcast, inspired by oat cakes. <laughs> what will inspire you this week? Bye for now. <laughs>